I'm Chris. And I'm Dom. And, and we got, got next. Thank you for tuning in to the I Got Next podcast. Premier podcast on Double E Podcast Station. Yes, number one. Uh, I want to thank the 2,500 of you that tuned in last week. Uh, that was that was huge for us. First time we've ever had numbers like that. So thank you guys so much. Um, there's going to be some new things coming to the I Got Next podcast. Um, you know, I'll let Chris go ahead and... Yeah, I mean, from right now, we are actually live streaming currently. Dom's playing Madden right now, doing some solos. And from now on, I'm pretty sure we're going to be live streaming when we do our podcast, which is normally on, what, like Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Time. About, uh, well, we say this time, it'll be posted later. About two or three. Uh, it really depends on the uh, NFL scheduling. Yeah, Dom's a hardcore Broncos fan, so we can't miss any of those games. Yeah, um, there'll also be a few times that I might have to be at work, and we'll and we'll let you guys know, and we'll work around that. Um, but I would like to also mention that since uh, the Call of Duty Black Ops is coming out here really soon. Yeah, we're picking up on Thursday. We're going to be streaming on Thursday night probably. Uh, yeah, Thursday around 1 in the morning. And then Friday, uh, probably stream Friday we'll be streaming. As well as we'll be streaming, like he said, during our podcast. We'll probably have some Black Ops 3 gameplay for you guys. Uh, but we're also going to possibly be doing it on YouTube. That way it actually stays up. Uh, and while it stays up there, you'll be able to see you know what we're doing. Might do some uh, fan-voted games uh, like Rocket League. I know that's really entertaining. Yeah. Uh, and there's a bunch of really good games for live streaming like that. Um, but this week, uh, we wanted to talk about something that affects video games, but really isn't a part of video games. Um, and that would be music. Um, there's actually a lot of interesting stuff that goes with uh, video games and music. Um, like, for example, like ambient music. Yeah. So... Most of the time we listen to music when we're doing homework and stuff, it can be pretty distracting, especially in video games too. You have to, you know, focus on the game. You might be playing Call of Duty or Madden. You have to focus on the buttons you're pressing, formations, people running at you, shooting at you, stuff like that. And a study has shown this in life in general, ambient sound, like ambient music, is calming. It helps you focus. Lyrics are pretty distracting, and if your music's too loud, it can become distracting, become a nuisance. Something else your brain has to process. Yeah, um, but also, uh, if before you play, or before you're, uh, like, headed off to work, or something like that, if you were to, uh, listen to bass-heavy music, it's, it actually, like, stimulates the mind to a point where, um, you actually perform better. Uh, and with that, I mean, for work, it might mean, you know, you get everything done early and you got a little bit of time to you know make sure the store or whatever you're doing is really a clean area and everything looks nice for video games that can mean a, a, a rise in your kd if you're playing call of duty or halo uh, maybe you get a few more wins in madden or you win by more points um yeah and, and this is let, let us preface this what i just what we, i was saying was that during the gameplay, like so, let's say he's playing now right now. We have music playing; it will be ambient, so you can still hear the game itself, and still able to hear the music. Yeah, this is before. So. Yeah, before is when you really want uh, something that stimulates the mind, something that is going to to keep your mind in a thought process of what needs to be done, what needs to be done, yeah. what needs to be done. That's probably why a lot of athletes listen to music. If people said, I know when I was playing basketball, I listened to music before the games, but I listen to like calming music. I listen to like I know it sounds stupid. I listen to like nineties R and B all the time before basketball games. Cause it would help me focus, help me keep calm, get my mind right, and I wouldn't be so tense. Yeah. I was comfortable with it, you know? Uh and that's that's really big. Not only just for athletics but um, video games as well if you're in a very hectic mindset it's going to be really difficult to focus on what you're doing 
Uh, I know a lot of people play video games as a way of relaxation, but those first few games when you're really heated about something, you're not going to perform at your top level. So if you could come in really relaxed, I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, that sudden NFL noise would be uh, the owner of the Double E podcast giving me a phone call. Um, <laughs> he probably heard you say Vermeer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hold up. Yeah. That or the Steelers just scored a touchdown. I'm not 100% sure. Um, I know that there's a lot going on with that Steeler game right now. Um, Le'Veon Bell is out, looks like, for the year. Um, but back back to what we were talking about. Uh, sorry for that slight distraction. So, Dom, do you like listening to music when you play games? I don't. Um, just for the simple fact that it is something else that my mind has to... It's not even that it has to, but it will stop and try to comprehend what's going on. Uh, I do listen to it before. Because um, most of the time, I'll be driving home from work and then I really want to play. Or uh, when I go to sleep, I'll listen to music, and then when I wake up, it's still playing, and then I'll hop on. I like to listen a little bit beforehand, but uh, I didn't know about the ambient until we started doing this uh, podcast and started doing all the uh, research for it right now. So I might actually give that a shot. Yeah, I mean, and also it's a lot of opinions, too. I mean, it's also your preference in music. Because they say soundscapes are the best, which are like, you know, natural sounds, like running water, nature sounds are the best, like ambient noises when you're trying to be creative or focus on something. But I listen to rap music, and that's not natural at all. You know, I'm listening to like freaking Chief Keef while I'm playing Call of Duty. So, I mean, personally, I enjoy listening to music. I love it when I'm playing video games. And it also just depends on the song. And True. how I'm feeling. True. Sometimes I'm really focused. I'm locked in. Like if I'm streaming or something, I'm like locked in. I may not listen to music. But if it's like a fun stream or I'm, you know, just like playing Rocket League or quick play of 2K or something like that, I'm listening to music. Oh, man. He's, oh, I thought you had a kid. <laughs> a <laughs> Sorry, kick guys. Return. We really are playing while we're doing the podcast. Uh, I almost had a kick return go all the way back. I got stopped at the 30. Um,. But never seen a white man run like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> that but there is a lot to music. Uh, like we're both hip hop heads, and I think that's the reason why I don't listen to music when I play, is because for the hip hop that I like, if it's if it's just horrible lyrically, I'm not gonna want to listen to it. Like I have to pay attention to the lyrics. I want to know what they're saying. It, it can be fast rap. I can keep up with that so I can still comprehend it. But what they're saying still needs to be good. It doesn't necessarily need to be like, you know, the most uplifting song of all time. It doesn't need to have like a deep, deep message. But their wordplay still, in my mind, needs to be really good. Yeah. I mean, I, I like wordplay in my songs. I'm listening to them. But that's more or less when I'm like walking or I'm working out or something like that. When I'm, you know, playing 2K, I'm playing Madden or playing, you know, Call of Duty, anything like that, I just want the loudest, most bass, heaviest, ignorant music possible. <laughs> I don't really care. I listen to Chief Keef, like Montana 300, all that stuff, because it's like, you know, it gets me hyped. Because, I mean, when I'm playing the games, I want to be in that mindset where I'm, like, beasting people. I don't want to, you know, be artistic or creative. I want to dominate people, honestly. That's the whole entire point of playing. That's why I enjoy it. So, I mean, it's all a matter of preference and what games you're playing. Yeah. Like, if you're playing, like, a puzzle game, I doubt you want to listen to, like, heavy metal. Yeah. So, I mean, because that, that's just not really going to work for you. Uh, just because of the type of music it is. It's going to pull you off of the thought process of what needs to be done. Yeah. Um, like, they say classical music and soundscapes are best for, like, creative things. Like, if you're, like, drawing or doing or something like I wouldn't expect someone to listen to classical music while they're playing Call of Duty. Yeah, no, that just really wouldn't. Awkward. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. Um, but I also think that the music that is in the games, specifically sport games, just because I mean they don't really put music in Call of Duty like that. Um, 
it's an attempt at getting people hype and ready, but you don't know who's really, you don't know who's going to be playing the game, so they try to put in music for everybody, which is a good thing. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that they should only put in hip-hop or they should only put in this, that, or the other, but um, it does kind of detract for me because sometimes I really don't want to listen to um, rock music while I'm playing 2K. Like it, it just it'll it won't rub me the wrong way, but it'll kind of pull me out of the mindset that I feel like I need to be in. See, I feel like they just pick like popular music at the time, because I mean, like, uh, what's the name of that song? That blame it on a night song. Yeah. Like, hearing that song now, all I think about is 2K. Whenever I hear it, I'm like, oh, I heard a song on 2K. Or the In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. When yeah. 2K came out with that trailer. Now, whenever I hear that song, like, I was, I work with kids. So, like, during the summer club, they were, uh, the song came on the radio. And, like, fourth graders were singing the song, you know. And they know it from, like, playing 2K. So, I'm pretty sure that's, like, that type of thing they do. It's like, oh, we're going to take the most popular music we can from these different genres and hopefully this song will stick with this demographic you know people so when they hear it they think of oh I heard this on 2k yeah and that's not a bad way to do it um I think that's honestly really smart but at the same time like I was saying for me personally being 22 I'm not really switching what I listen to right now I try to listen to everything like there's some rock songs that I really enjoy but there's other ones that I'm just like, why Why would I ever be in the mood to listen to this? Um, but I also feel like with, with the games like Call of Duty, not that they should put an in-game soundtrack in, but... But it wouldn't hurt either. Let me put it that way. I don't think there would be anybody mad that Call of Duty had a soundtrack if it played during, like, the menu. Yeah. As long as it wasn't playing while I was supposed to be shooting somebody, I don't think anybody would complain. And I think it might actually be nice. I think it could help a little bit. Maybe not, you know boosting their sales by 20% or anything like that but just kind of help change it up a little bit nice little change of pace I mean right now they have like their they have like certain scores they have made for each game and I mean I, I remember the scores like if I hear them like, oh that's this game you know I, I remember you know how Advanced Warfare sounds at the menu Yeah. I remember how Black Ops sounds at the menu which is cool but also I wish they did have like a little bit of music you know Something to switch it up. Yeah, I just feel like every once in a while the game companies should should change it a little bit. You don't need to reinvent the wheel, but just uh, give us something new. And I think just by doing that, it would really help the public opinion of the game. Because right now, when people think of Call of Duty... They think I die in four to five shots, which is realistic, but in a video game, it's supposed to be made as an arcade shooter. It could be a little bit more. Uh, and there's definitely a talent gap that becomes very prevalent very fast. So it makes people that are novice at the game want to quit. Um, so I think that just by adding something that they could like have... Maybe like if uh, you could put your own music on your system, but if you had Call of Duty Black Ops 3 during the menus, it would play a random song that's saved to your system. You know what I mean? Like with the old Xbox did that, the very first one. You could download, you know, put a CD in, it would rip the CD, and you could listen to it while you were playing the game. I think something like that would be would be nice. I think that uh, I mean, it would really help. They, they've started doing stuff like that. You can do things kind of like that right now, but... I mean, with Spotify. Sp you can do Spotify. Um, you can do the external hard drive, plug it in, and just have it playing off your, like, you know, iPod or whatever. I mean, 
I feel like the Xbox did it right with that. Like, that's one of the things I do miss about games, like being able to rip a CD off or whatever, even though I don't, like, buy CDs anymore. Yeah. But I, I get what you're saying. I mean, it could happen in the future. It probably will eventually, knowing how how much these systems are becoming, like, you know. True do, entertainment Yeah, systems. true entertainment. Do everything at once. So I'm pretty sure you can just buy albums off of there and play them off of your PlayStation while you're playing a game. Yeah, and I mean, I'll be picking up the Xbox One next week as well as um, trading in my current PS4 for the Black Ops 3 edition of the PlayStation 4. Uh, So I'll have one terabyte on both systems. But even though I'm doing that, I still really feel like my Xbox is just going to turn into something meant for Hulu and Netflix. And I'll probably go get Halo, but... I really do feel like... I think that speaks more towards the lineup of their games. I feel like Xbox hasn't done a good job like lining up exclusive titles to make you feel like, oh, I gotta have one of these. Yeah. And a lot of people that I know that have Xboxes or like, you know, or ex-bronies, as I call them, that like push for it, they honestly say, oh, well, I've had Xbox before. All my friends have it. That's why I'm getting it. Not because... Oh, do you see the games that are coming out for Xbox or because of this or that? It's mostly because of that. I'm not, I don't want to start the argument between like what's better, Xbox or Sony. I know me personally, I like Sony better than Xbox, but that's why I hear more come from people who are, you know, for Microsoft, for the Xbox, at least for the Xbox One over PlayStation 4. Because I know the exclusives this year for PlayStation 4 have been crazy. You know, you had Until Dawn, which is a really good game. Yeah, I actually was probably going to live stream that again. Uncharted. Here a little bit. Uncharted came out. Uh, Uncharted 4 is about to yeah, come out. Yeah, the Nathan Drake collection just came out. Yeah, the Nathan Drake collection. But uh, I've already beat them all. Um, and not that it's ever bad to go back and play an old game. I just don't want to go pay for it. I have PlayStation now, and it has all the Uncharted's on it. So I don't really need it. Um, but I, I just really feel like if you want... Something to play games on, as well as a true entertainment system. Go get, go get an Xbox. Yeah. Uh, if you want to have a system almost dedicated to video games, you need, and I repeat, you need a PlayStation Four. Um, the game lineup is better. Uh, in my opinion, and I understand that professional gaming is run mostly off of Xbox, but in my opinion, the competition's better on Sony because Sony is all about the games. So the people playing it are all about the games. Um, but I will say that Xbox, with this new console that they have coming out, the Elite, um, the controller is basically a scuff controller that comes in the box. I'll say that's huge for making them more about the games and making it more uh, competitive, but it's also really unfair edge to who has that elite controller. When you can place buttons on the back of the controller, basically, that's a huge advantage that you can't make up for. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. I mean... It just depends on what games you're playing. Because, like, if it's not the... I forgot what, what they're called. Like, the Scuff Elites. If it's not a Scuff Elite, then you can't remap it. It's just it's just stuck the way it is. Which I think is probably like the regular Scuff. Where, you know, it comes with the buttons. Like, X is on the back or circles on the back. It's preset. So, I don't know. And plus, scuffs aren't really that big of an advantage. Like, if you don't know... Like, if you don't have skill or the fast twitch, then it really doesn't matter if you have a scuff or not. I'm still going to beat you out on Call of Duty. Scuff isn't really helpful in 2K. Yeah. I mean, it's mainly for the first-person shooters. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, that's what I'm going to use the controller for. Like I said, I'll probably go get Halo. I'm going to get Call of Duty on PlayStation 4 just because I like it better on PlayStation 4 but um, people have already been taking their elite controllers and like if you're playing online uh, the reviews have already been out 
it's obvious who has these elite controllers. Um, they're ridiculous. These things are um, going online on eBay right now for $400 a piece. And there's a bunch of people at my job that have pre-ordered the Elite One. They're going to open up the box, take the controller out, close the box, and trade it back in. So they're going to pay $250 for the controller and give back the one terabyte system that runs everything 20% faster. And that to me is like, I don't know if I could ever pay $250 for one controller. Well, I mean, a scuff, a regular scuff goes for like 90 now. And the scuff um, elite ones, which is might be what it is, where you can remap the buttons, has four paddles on the back. Yeah, yeah, it has four pounds. So, so it's an elite scuff, basically. Yeah. So yeah, it's worth like about two hundred dollars. Wow. Just buy it. So if you go to scuff.com, you can buy one for the Xbox One or PlayStation Four, and you can remap the buttons, and it's about two hundred dollars, hundred fifty dollars, depending on like the camo schemes and yeah, like the, the diamond grip and stuff like that. Yeah. See, to me, it's not as worth it. I'm not gonna. I wanted this one because, I mean, it's just going to be the brand new one that's coming out, and I can put it all laid away if I really want to, but since I'm going to have, um, since I have my current PlayStation 4 that I'm trading in, I'm going to get a nice amount for it, so I'm not really going to trip on it, I'm just like, ah, it's whatever, um, but like to me, when it comes to that sort of stuff, there's no controller out there that is worth me paying two hundred dollars. I don't unless I can I don't even know, set my controller down and it plays the entire game for me, I don't really think it's that worth it. But, I mean, again, that's just me personally. Yeah, it's all about personal preference. And with these systems, I mean, personally, I wouldn't even want an Xbox. But I can see why people want, like, a one terabyte system with how, you know, games, systems themselves are going more towards, like, digital download and all this extra content you can get, DLC and everything. So, I understand. Yeah. Um, for those of you that are not catching this live stream which is going to be a majority of you for this one at least we hope that you guys catch some future ones um i'm playing draft champions so i'm in the middle of a draft um and with draft champions there's 15 rounds each round you select one player out of a group of three to put on your team um, you can either follow your team's uh play style or you can just go through and say, I want the best available players. Uh, for me personally, it depends on who's already there. Um, it's, it's just kind of like a toss-up on how you want to do it. Um, but I will let you guys know who I've drafted. Probably a little bit closer to when I'm about done with it. Um, and then I will save this and uh, live stream me actually playing with the team and we'll, we'll see if we can get some stuff that away um, but I will say that this is a crazy draft so far yeah um, yeah. if he passes up on Peyton Manning right now like, I'm gonna be really upset with him I mean I can't it doesn't matter I'm a Broncos fan I'm gonna take Peyton I'm gonna say cause like if you keep Garoppolo at your starting point at your starting QB I'll be very upset with you as a sports fan in general yeah um, but I do have a question for you, man. Um, with all these card-based games, I know that we've said multiple times, in our opinion, Madden has done it the correct way. Um, do you think that because of the success of Madden Ultimate Team, of, um, 
I'm sorry. This round is going to be crazy. I don't know who to pick yet. Uh, because of all of these things, do you really believe that that's the reason why we're getting advanced supply drops when it comes to Call of Duty? Halo 5 is now implementing something along these lines of you collect cards, the cards you have, you can use those guns and things like that. Um, well, I mean, it adds another dynamic to those games. But the advanced supply drops, to me, just the whole entire concept of the supply drops was cool because you have all those different types of guns. But when you have a chance to buy them, I feel like that was more like a money grab. When it goes from like, oh, I can just earn this to I can spend money and get the same stuff. It goes from, you know, oh, okay, I have to work for it. Now I'm just kind of bullshitting it. Yeah. I understand that. Um, only reason I was asking was because... Fraud. Yeah. Uh, so the team that I have drafted, um, I have added Darrell Revis as well as Orlando Sandrick to my corners. Um, I've drafted uh, Reed uh, to my defensive tackle position. I got Calais Campbell uh, out there at the left end. Uh, on the offensive side, I've drafted an entirely new offensive line trying to protect my running back and my quarterbacks. I did draft two. A lot of people wouldn't do that, but I'm also not going to pass up on the players that I got. Uh, we did get Jordy Nelson at wide receiver, a healthy Jordy Nelson. Uh, we got Mark Ingram at the quarterback. I did draft Peyton Manning, but then I, uh, but then with Madden, they did release um, their Halloween specialty players. Uh, so I took the Michael Vick specialty player. Uh, so I'm about to have. I think he's going to come into the game at six foot nine, six foot ten. It's going to be something ridiculous on his height. His speed is going to be ridiculous. His passing ability is about to be ridiculous. Uh, with the last round, it offered me three legends. I can either draft Dante Culpepper, Roy Williams, or Rod Woodson. I'm going to go with Rod Woodson. Uh, that brings my overall on my team. It's going to actually stay put at an 81. Um, okay. I'll save this. Uh, I'm actually probably going to do another draft as well because uh, there's two different game modes you can do. Um, so we might try to get into both of those, but uh, we'll definitely have some stuff gonna, that's going to be streamed for you guys. Um, but Black Friday is coming up. Yeah. Halloween was last night. Um, so now the biggest thing coming up in America is Black Friday uh, because Thanksgiving nobody cares about. Um, is I mean, Thanksgiving, don't get me wrong. I got it off and I'm about to get my grub on to a point because then I got to go back to work at four in the morning. So we're not going to go crazy with the food and put me in a massive slumber. But I will get some food in me. Um, what would you recommend that people look for the sale on? Maybe a game that didn't get a lot of hype or a game that did get a lot of hype that is that you can see getting a nice little price drop that you think people should go out there and get, man. Um, Grand Theft Auto Five, probably. That's like, it's there. Like you know what I'm saying? It's if like you, if you guys don't have Grand Theft Auto Five and you have a up, PlayStation Four and an Xbox One, sell ahead. your stuff. No, go ahead and pick it up. If you don't have it. <laughs> I don't have the game because I don't care to play. Like it's, I feel like it's gonna be around for like a whole other year. So I have enough time to get all the good stuff they're releasing as well as play it. But, alright, I'm somebody that picked up Grand Theft Auto for the PlayStation 4 as soon as it came out. I've been doing my grind online. Um, I've probably spent, I've made and spent somewhere around the mark of uh, $40 million. Uh, I think I still have 5.6 left in my account. Um, you need to get on so you can get the grind to get this to get your money up in that game because the money in that game is everything. If you don't have money, you don't have the guns. If you don't have the guns, you die. 
Um, it's okay. Like it's gonna be around for like a whole. And you year. gotta rank up. There's already people at level one thousand, and they can stay there. They can be whatever they want to be. I'll come in as a little new, and I'll chill. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I think I like the game. I just don't really feel like I want to play it that badly. But it is a game. The story mode is really good. It's a great game. It's been out for what two years? Yep. Like, two years now. Yep. It's been two. So yeah, it's been out for two years. Right now, it's probably still retailing, like, new, around, like, $50. Yeah, somewhere around there. I but, could see them, them dropping their prices. Yeah, just because it's, like, Black Friday sales and stuff like that. Um, also, I want to say that Until Dawn probably not have a price drop. Because once you beat the story, a lot of people probably just return the game. doesn't make it not a good game. It's just that it's, like, a game you can play through a few times. And then maybe someone gets tired of it. So I can see someone taking it back. Um, trying to think for Xbox, there is definitely Killer Instinct. It's I haven't. Pick, I'll, I might pick that up if, if I can find it. You might be able to find a good holiday bundle, because the way the game was released, the game wasn't all the way quite finished when they released the Xbox One, but they wanted the game to be one of the launch titles, so they added in a bunch of DLC over time, adding characters, adding story mode. So basically. Wow, that that's that's a big wide receiver. I'm sorry. They have these most fear cards, and they have these glitched out freaking sizes because they're in their beast modes. So like they have like I don't know how big that guy is. Uh, like, Vernon Davis is seven foot nine. Yeah, and he's huge. Like that's really unfair. It's it's really stupid. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't think it's that stupid. Mainly because I got uh, a couple. <laughs> you have like a six foot eight Michael Vick right now. Yeah. So, I'm not going to complain, definitely, uh, but it, it is something that kind of, you know, changes the pace of the game. Uh, in my opinion, um, whether you're an adult or, you know, you're a child listening to this, uh, which if you are a child listening to this, uh, parental advisory, uh, just because I don't know what we ever going to say on this. Yeah. Um, Skylanders, um, Superchargers. Definitely something that looks really cool. Um, I know that I'm... I don't have it yet, but trust me, I want it. If you have the Wii U, you do get two exclusive characters with that. You do you do get Donkey Kong as well as Bowser. Um, and I think that's really cool that Nintendo put out their licenses that they could be used in a different game like that. Uh, one that has absolutely nothing to do with any of the Nintendo characters. Because uh, a lot of times you see companies saying, "Oh, well, if it's if it's going to be released on all systems, I don't want that possibility of my character being used on the Sony." Yeah, and there's a certain thing in the chip, and they they were able to get that worked out. But I just think that it's really cool that they were even like considerate that that would be an option. Yeah. Um, Lego Dimensions, that's another big game. It's kind of, it's along the same mode as Skyland, except you collect the Lego pieces, like the little people, and you can, like, change how the outfits look and everything and change who they are. <clears throat> so it's pretty cool. I, I like how games are going with that, too. Like, you know, you can buy the stuff that you want. Lego Dimensions. There's um, Lego, there's a Disney Infinity one. Yeah. Disney Infinity is more for, like, I want to teach my kids something while they're playing a video game. Um, Another game that got kind of overlooked, but it's still pretty good, is Transformers uh, Devastation. It's a, I want to say it's a little bit like a typical ha hack and slash, except it's Transformers. It's all, it's the original cast. It's not like the movies. It's, you know, Hot Rod and the original Optimus Prime and stuff like that. The original voice actors and everything. It's a pretty fun little game. I picked that game up. Um, it might retail for a little bit less. You know, you might go into GameStop and find it for, you know, $40 or something because someone returned it. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's probably been a few that have been returned. Um, but it's kind of hard to, to know exactly. And it depends on your store. You know, the store that's going to be the closest to you. Uh, everybody's going to have a different, different thing going on just because... You know, some games are going to be kind of harder to find in some areas. Um, 
Like I know that there's some places like uh, Oklahoma, it's impossible to find sports games. It's impossible to find Call of Duty uh, because everybody down there plays it. Um, so, I mean, it definitely, again, depends on your area, but there is going to be quite a bit that's going to go on sale. And uh, if any ads get leaked, we will be sure to let you guys know what's going on with them. Uh, let you guys know where you should be going for your holiday gift giving. Um, but I do think that GameStop is going to be somewhere that you want to go. Uh, Best Buy is going to be somewhere that you want to go. Um, oh, God, what's the other place? Oh, if you have a vintage stock or a game nut or a CD trade post, Anywhere that is like strictly used games, you're gonna want to go there. Black Friday. Yeah, always hit the mom and pop shops like that. You know, well, Venice stock not really mom and pop shops. Not like, anymore. But like Game Nut kind of is. Oh yeah. And um, you know, you hit those type of places. You know, see what they have. They probably have some gems. They might be selling for cheap, on the low. That they don't even know about. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Also. Another thing I wanted to talk about before we get out of here um, is that we will be having a few more guests coming in. Um, you guys responded really well when Patrick Ryan was here with us. Um, so we're going to definitely be sure to bring some more people in, let you guys meet some new gamers, uh, let them, you know... This, just to really keep expanding our audience of gamers. Uh, I'm not going to say specifically who, uh, but we have reached out to some bigger names. Uh, and now that we have the amount of viewers or listeners that we do have, uh, it's going to be really cool to bring them in. Um, might have to do it over the phone, might have them come in, actually be here physically with us. We'll just have to see. Yeah, this depends. And plus, with us being a newer podcast, we're going into a whole new year. Everything's going to be fresh. We're going to try to, you know, work some, th- work some things out. Like I said, I'm working on a YouTube channel. I'm probably going to start it up in January. Um, I'm going to be live streaming, especially with Call of Duty coming out next week. I'm going to be live streaming that. I'm starting to actually really do 2K right now so by the time Jaren comes I'm gonna have a pretty nice team yeah um I may start live streaming some more uh Madden I know that there is a lot of people live streaming it uh, a lot of people with some really good teams um hopefully I'll be able to challenge them and we can go you know shout out for shout out stuff like that uh, just to kind of really help build this up even more. Uh, we've had great reception from the people that we have spoken to. Uh, they really like what's going on with us uh, as as a podcast. And they really do want to take part in this. So uh, we do have the opportunities. Uh, we just have to start to capitalize on those right now. Uh, we do have a national headlining comedian that has said that he would like to come in. Uh, he's from the Kansas City area, um, so we'll definitely uh, work around his schedule. I know he's going to be headlining back in Kansas City here in a little bit, so we'll try to get him in for that. Um, as well as, uh, I'm going to try to get... Uh, some big big names we'll have to see how that goes I have sent out a couple emails to some uh, major YouTubers I've sent out some emails um, to some independent game companies or indie games as many people like to call them Uh, so we're just gonna have to see what's going on with that Um, but we do we, we really are confident that we're going to have a lot of really good content to give to you guys here really shortly Um, yeah we want to be the best podcast like give you guys the best experience possible so if you guys want to give us any feedback 
feel free to get in contact with us. Tell us, listen to the podcast. Tell what you like, what you don't like. You know, we want to communicate with you guys. So that's like the biggest thing about this. You know, we're growing. We're learning this. What is episode what? Seven? This is going to be episode number eight. It's eight. So we're eight episodes in right now. We feel good. It's becoming more like a routine now. Yeah. It's a lot easier for us to do this type of stuff. Um, and we really, again, man, we really enjoy doing it. Uh, but I guess one more more thing before we actually call this one quits is uh, I say we go through and we do one more fantasy draft uh, with the draft champions. Uh, that way I can get the um, get you guys knowing what both of my lineups are going to be. The lineup I told you guys originally is I'm going to be playing against the computer. Um, I actually have two minutes before I'm allowed to draft again because there is a 20-minute wait period uh, that I did not know about. Um, but in the meantime, uh, I will let you guys know, I guess, what I'm doing with Ultimate Team because uh, that's going to be what I'm mostly streaming. Uh, if you guys want to see me do career mode at some position, you know, we can set that sort of a stream up as well. Um, but currently, I'm running with a speed run offense as well as a man def man defense defense I guess uh, man D is my play style. I do need to switch out a few players, um, but my offensive line is Donald Penn. Uh, then we have Joel Batoni. Uh, Joel is a left guard. Uh, out of Cleveland uh, my center I might have picked up a new one I did not um, I thought I had but I've done a lot in the past 24 hours we got Brandon Brooks out of Houston at the right guard uh, and coming in at the right tackle we got Brian Beluga uh, out of Green Bay my tight end is one of the special 250 Rob Gronkowski's with a 99 overall. Uh, man has 90 speed, 100 strength, 99 catch, 102 catch in traffic. Uh, so it's going to be very hard to get the ball away from him. We also got Julius Thomas in the mix. Uh, there I have the breast cancer awareness reward of Larry Fitzgerald. I have a flashback, Ted Ginn Jr. We also got Julio Jones out at the wide receiver position. I got a flashback, Chris Johnson, for his CJ2K year. Uh, we got Randall Cunningham at quarterback, as well as John Kuhn at fullback. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, we have... <clears throat> sorry, I had to clear my throat there. We got Jarius Bird. We have uh, Antoine Bethea. Um, we also have Lawrence Timmons covering the middle of the field with Paul Kruger on the right side and Ryan Kerrigan at the left outside linebacker. Um, on my defensive line, we got the right end. Um, we got Mike Daniels uh, right behind him, him though, Sheldon Richardson. Uh, we got Gerald McCoy in the middle of the line as well as the very talented Muhammad Wilkerson on the left end. Uh, my cornerback situation right now is looking lovely. I got Patrick Peterson, Josh Norman, <clears throat> and uh, Stephon Gilmore. Backing them up is a long list of top quality corners. Um, we got Chris Harris Jr., Sean Smith, Desmond uh, Trufant, uh, Akib Talib, Brandon Flowers. Uh, so I'm stacked at that position. Uh, I'm not using my Eric Berry, which was also a BCA reward. He just doesn't fit my play style right now. We might switch over to him. Uh, see how that's going. But I have an 88 overall team, um, so I'm doing really well. I'll be able to do a lot of the solo challenges now that my teams are high enough. Overall, my play styles are high enough. Um, I know that Chris, like he was saying with 2K, I think Chris's squad is coming along. I don't know exactly. Yeah, I haven't spent, like, any money on the game yet. I've just been kind of pocketing it to the side. Like, I'll probably do, like, a really big, like, 
I don't know, I guess at this point I have like about $200 set aside for the game. So I'll probably do like a, you know, 2 million some VC pack opening. Open the up a bunch of packs. Wait for more players to get into the game too. But I've been doing it slow. I've been doing like gauntlet, collecting bronzes off of that. Playing, I've gotten to the point where I can use three golds. I don't have any gold players yet, but that's probably going to do my pack opening pretty soon. And I'm going to do like domination and get the Jason Kidd. Probably run through the storage domination too and grab a... Uh, Scotty Pippen. Never a bad. Yeah. Um, so, I went with long pass and man defense for my uh, draft champions draft. Uh, round one, I can pick between the 90 overall. Extremely talented Von Miller. A throwback edition of Dante Whitner, as well as Megatron, a.k.a. Calvin Johnson, uh, a.k.a. the best wide receiver in the league currently. Um... I'm doing this on a Sunday. Denver plays here in just a few hours. So I'm going to stick with my Broncos. I'm going to take Vaughn Miller out at that left outside linebacker position. We got round two. Uh, oh, this is horrible. Uh, Jared Cook, tight end. I mean, I can go with Jeremy Hill at the running back position. Uh, I got Michael Crabtree, but nobody wants a sorry wide receiver. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with Jeremy Hill. And even if I get a better running back later, having a two running back system is never going to hurt. Um, wow, this round is even worse. We got Parrish Cox out at corner. Uh, Kendrick Lewis, as well as Steve McClendon. Uh, I'm going to just take the best overall. That is Steve McClendon, uh, the defensive tackle for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, we got the next round coming up. Um, big round here. We got Daryl Smith of the Baltimore Ravens middle linebacker. Levante David, uh, right outside linebacker, as well as George Iloka. I'm going to always mispronounce his name. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and go with Levante David uh, and just put two elites on each side of my linebacking core. Um just try to make it hard to run on the outsides. Uh, with the next round, it looks like we got Eddie Royal, Derek Newton, and John Sullivan. Um, so two offensive linemen and a wide receiver. Um, they didn't give Eddie Royal the best rating, so I'm going to go ahead and take John Sullivan of the Minnesota Vikings as my center. Uh, maybe have an opportunity to run up the middle. Uh, now... Uh, it looks like we got Tyron Smith, the left tackle for the Dallas Cowboys, Matt Forte, and Steve Smith Jr. Even though he's five foot nine, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Steve, Steve Smith Jr. Uh, I need a couple wide receivers. I haven't gotten any quarterbacks yet, and that's kind of scary. Um, and as I say that, I get a quarterback, and I'm gonna pass on him because I have intelligence. Uh, the quarterback I did pull is Eli Manning. Uh, but we also got Patrick Chung, who fits my man defense, as well as Sharif Floyd. So I could get another defensive tackle and build up that defensive line. But I'm going to go ahead and take Chung so it's a, so there's some sort of a way of stopping that deep ball. Um, wow. Uh, we got Tamba Ali. Uh, who's a right outside linebacker so I already got one of those so I don't necessarily need that position we got Jordan Reed um, tight end for the Washington Redskins he has a specialty card that does have him up in the elite area not that I would really ever put him there uh, Mike Daniels right end uh, Green Bay Packers I'm going to go ahead and take Jordan Reed though um, I also have Hannah at tight end he's a stock card he doesn't show up all the time but when he does show up you actually don't need a tight end he's he's has a 90 speed and he's pretty good um, he plays like a gold or elite even though he's a silver uh, and now it's back to some bad cards um, Jonathan Cyphron a strong safety but I already have that a left end or a middle linebacker I'm gonna go ahead and take the middle linebacker uh, with Brinkley. Um, I 
could pick up Chris Ivory here. Another center has come up on the board and another tight end. All three positions I've already pulled a player for. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and take Chris Ivory, have that two-back system, and pray and pray that another quarterback comes up on the board. Um, we got Greg Olson of the tight, tight end of the Carolina Panthers. We got Rick Wagner, Baltimore Ravens right tackle, as well as the left tackle for the Buffalo Bills, Corey Glenn. I'm going to go ahead and take the elite right tackle. Uh, I already have a tight end with Reed. And like I said, Hannah is very useful. Um, I made the worst mistake of my life by taking Chris Ivory just a second ago because I really want this Ryan Matthews 95 overall beast card. He is seven foot four. Um, his stats are ridiculous. I could also take Clay Matthews. Take Clay. He's he's seven foot eleven. Take Clay. Yeah, Clay is seven eleven. Um, I could also take a defensive tackle that would be seven foot seven. Uh, with a massive strength rating at a 96, great power moves at 96. But Clay Matthews speeds a 93, tackle is a 95, pursuit and hit power, you could you could call it at 100. So we're going to go ahead and take the beast version of Clay Matthews. I have not drafted a corner yet, so I don't even care about two of the cards that came up. We're going to take Xavier Rhodes of the Minnesota Vikings. Um, oh my gosh guys we may not get a quarterback I'm kind of getting nervous this is round 14 uh, 15 I could take Nick Farley of the St. Louis Rams at defensive tackle I could take William Haynes left in I could get a third middle linebacker but nobody needs three um, but I'm going to go ahead and take a second defensive tackle I believe I'm running a, a 4-3 defense so I'm going to need two good defensive tackles to kind of plug up that middle. And my prayers have somewhat been answered. Um, it did give me Dante Culpepper, uh, but it also gave me Bruce Smith, the right end of the Buffalo Bills in 1996. It also gave me Sterling Sharp, which would be a huge upgrade at the wide receiver position, but it's... A difference of or Steve Smith Sr. to Sterling Sharp or Mark Sanchez to Dante Culpepper. So we will be taking Dante Culpepper. Um, and that is the complete draft. Um, and like I said, I'll be streaming with this. It did give us an 81 overall, so that's not bad. You actually get a trophy if you can get it to 82. I've done that one time. Uh, so again, we have one wide receiver that's good, uh, but I mean, I still got Avery from the Chiefs. Uh, that's really it. Uh, I have Dante Culpepper, Jeremy Hill, Chris Ivory, um, Jordan Reed. I believe it's Joseph James Hanna, but James Hanna has 90 speed. 72 catch is not bad for a tight end. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, we got Levante David, the 7'11", Clay Matthews, Von Miller, Patrick Chung, Xavier Rhodes, as well as Nick Farley, and <clears throat> sorry, Steve McLendon. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the I Got Next podcast. Next week is going to be a Call of Duty podcast. I really don't think we're going to talk about anything else. But if we do, you'll need to tune in to hear it. Um, my name is Dom. My name is Chris. And we got next.